what is your intention to start your own business hi my name is chetna ingle jay shri ram for the last 3 years i'm running my own business from the comfort of my home and doing very well in this podcast i share my lessons my challenges so that you don't have to go through the challenges the failures that i went through and you get way more clarity than i had you spend way little time doing trial and error and if you are really committed to running a successful business then you get right to work yesterday i was coaching someone and they talked about starting a new venture for the arab world to connect the buyers and sellers in the arab world because we all know that the americas and the uk's the europe's are far far ahead uh in terms of technology in terms of business compared to the rest of the world technologies are more advanced they are, they are good at implementing stuff and english is the common language but in the arab world in the indian world english is not a very prevalent language and the primary language is um, arabic there hindi here and ground businesses therefore do not get very acquainted with the topmost technologies topmost strategies that are working for successful businesses so obviously he identified this gap and he said that you know what i want to make a solution xyz which will cater to the arab world so that uh, people over there also get access to the same kind of strategies and technologies that the um, americas and the europe's have fair enough that's why i thought about creating this podcast episode because i want to bring your attention back to what is your intention to start a business see when we are employees or when we have worked in the workforce as an employee for 15 20 years we get bored of doing the same thing over and over again people who are married have children uh have liabilities have responsibilities you know they have to pay for the house they have to pay for uh the expenses of the whole family they have to pay for the school fees of their children they have to ensure that the children go to good colleges you know there are a lot of responsibilities which make sure that a person sticks to his job her job and stay employed but individually a person internally feels dissatisfied feels like he's not contributing enough feels like she's not doing uh, anything which is equivalent to her capability uh, sometimes we have to underperform sometimes we underperform sometimes we have to underplay ourselves you know because our bosses get threatened because of us our personalities right our colleagues get threatened because of us our personalities so you make a lot of sacrifices to stick to the job to stick to employment but internally you are thinking you know what if what if i had a business what if you know 
um i started a venture what if um uh, what if my business took off and i didn't have to work anymore and there won't won't be any financial challenges that are making me stick to the job right and that makes you think about a business as an alternative business was never supposed to be an alternative actually and i say this coming from that exact place what i'm talking about for me also business i started this business as an alternative of employment that you know what i don't want to be answerable to my boss i don't want to be part of the office politics i don't want to be you know looking at my boss for every paycheck for every pay rise and business became an alternative for me it took me a year or a year and a half into that business to realize that that was a wrong intention for starting a business of course you know you don't realize that when you started and the default programming in our mind after being an employee for 15 10 15 20 years we carry forward that same programming into a business also so we start looking at this new business as a income generating opportunity uh, so that our survival problems get sorted um and that's most of the time when i talk to people that is exactly what comes out is that business is an alternative and then people think that you have a great idea you identified a gap and that gap is a brilliant way to fill uh you know to 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 start a business to fill up that gap but the point is not that you know the, the you might think there are 10000 problems in the world but businesses become successful when many people think about it the same way to be very very honest with you to to give you a real life example india provides technology services to the us uk mostly these markets technologies are very advanced in the us uk any which ways the apples the facebooks uh, the mobile apps they were all born in the us but because india has a number of engineers and technical minds a lot of in- implementation came our way so we we became service providers to the thinkers to the thought leaders right and i'm trying to put it in a way that is not controversial but it makes sense so when you become a service provider you are not an innovator you are not a thinker somebody else did the thinking and you are delivering what their expectation is in the form of code in the form of applications in the form of reports or whatever you do for other people businesses succeed when you solve a real world problem 
businesses don't succeed when you think there is a problem and that needs to be solved so the difference between you thinking there is a problem and the world thinking there is a problem is huge businesses fail when you think you're solving a problem but that isn't really a real world problem for people coming back to the example of india a section of indian community is a service provider to the rest of the world no doubt about it but that section only lives in bangalore pune bombay gurgaon delhi calcutta that's about it the rest of india and the business owners in india are not tech savvy are not aware of technical advances happening in india and in the world they are running their physical businesses from their geographical locations they have excellent products and services but they have never considered going online selling online and i'm talking about a majority of section not a minority of section who is actually online selling stuff i have worked with businesses on the ground who are clearly not ex- interested in bringing traffic from online to offline to their physical location because they don't realize the power of that they don't they are not even aware to know the power and when you come up with a solution which they don't understand it's greek to them they are not going to buy in so what i think is a problem when i started off okay when i started the second business i thought i could help these ground businesses come online have most up to date frameworks in their websites so that most of their office works got automated and you know they were able to reduce operational costs increase revenue increase profits i thought because i was aware technologically i thought that you know what these people should be aware too but when i went on the ground and i talked to many many businesses they were interested but they were not committed to be on this path actually because their business was operating just fine on the ground so there's no need to shake yourself right plus ideas coming from a young woman who could be technologically aware but because they don't see it happening a lot around them that has become their normal so they were not interested in upgrading themselves and being more online than offline on the other hand they did complain about not filling up themselves in to their full capacities so here there is a problem there is a scope of growth but when somebody presents you with an online option you're not able to grab it with both your hands and run with it it could be possible that a young woman is suggesting something should we go for it should we not go for it that could be one thing the other thing is that you're interested but you're not really committed because bills are paid life goes on 
you know we don't really have to scale up we don't really have to grow so when i quit my job and started my business i thought that was the problem but when i went on the ground and talked to people they were not interested so what i think is a problem doesn't necessarily mean that it is the world's problem and that's when businesses fail i had to remaneuver myself and start providing my expertise to people who were committed and sadly those people come from the us and the uk and other parts of the world so my point here is what is when when you think about starting a business what is your intention behind starting a business do you want to be known as a business owner for a couple of days and people clap for you do you think that there is a problem that needs to be solved do you think that you have the expertise to solve that problem does the world agree with you that that exactly is a problem another problem that i tried to solve initially while i was employed from 2014 to 20 2014 to 2017 is women entrepreneurs problem i thought that you know women entrepreneurs should be going online doing more online but when i talked to a 100 plus women entrepreneurs and told them that you could build your own website you could put your own products online you could manage your own website it's very easy to do they were not in they were not even interested and they were not even committed they were okay to sell from their garage but not upgrade their skill set to sell to a larger audience so i come back to your intention of starting a business i thought women entrepreneurs should be online but do women entrepreneurs in india especially the cross section that i was talking to if they were not committed to coming online what could i do so i might think that there is a problem but the world doesn't think that there is a problem how do i solve that problem i cannot right so instead of thrusting your problem on the world your intention should be to actually detach yourself from the problem that you are solving and see with your eyes wide open what are the problems that truly exist in the world that is when your business is going to be successful and there are tons of examples where people have solved real world problems now sometimes real world problems are invisible to people who are experiencing it sometimes we settle with some solutions which we think are default solutions it cannot get better than that that's how we settled with a phone with multiple buttons to press but then there comes somebody like steve jobs one in a billion one in a billion people who thinks otherwise who thinks that we should have a phone with more with more just one button on it or no button on it right so there is a problem that exists but the world is not even aware that that's a problem but you have the the you have the power you have the 
determination you have the conviction you have the value system to make a dent in the universe and you do you know and that one in a million person one in a billion person comes along and he says that you know what here you go it's a very expensive phone but it doesn't have any buttons on it and then come the copies the replicas and the cheaper versions and everybody mostly everybody who has a phone nowadays has a smartphone and that has progressed the world multifold imagine if we were still stuck with the button phones would we ever be as advanced as we are in such a short time we wouldn't be so there was a problem in the world that the world even didn't know about it but then it takes a steve jobs to solve that problem and we have to accept that we are not steve jobs yet so instead of thinking about solving big problems what if we thought about solving small problems and what if we ensure before starting to solve a problem that it's really a problem that a lot of people are facing let me give you an example learning management system a couple of years ago you know there were third party solutions that were giving learning management systems as a monthly fees of 40 dollars to use as much of their space as possible to use their interface to use their platform and get our students on their platform and let them study on that platform and all we do is pay a monthly fees of 40 dollars 50 dollars a month 30 dollars a month and now there are lms plugins available for a one time cost and in that one time cost everything is covered now gumroad has come up with a membership solution which is way cheaper than what we were used to paying so there is a problem but people don't know that there is a problem 